Yo, what's good, y'all? It's the morning. It's the AM. I'm out here. I'm rolling another fat-ass blunt. My problem with buying a lot of weed is that I can never just buy a ton of weed and not roll fat every single time. What I mean by this is most times I like to buy like a eighth or two. You know what I'm saying? But if I just buy an eighth or two, that means I'm going to have to go to the club like in a day or two. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not... It's not going to last me that long. So I've been trying to buy half ounces lately or even full ounces. But what I'm realizing, excuse me while I um, seal this blunt. What I'm realizing is that now that I have all this fucking weed in front of me, I can't roll small and I can't just have like mini sessions. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck, I never know when's the last time I'm going to be able to smoke. I got to smoke fat every single time. What can I say? Every smoke sesh should be like your last smoke sesh. Because you'll never know when it's going to come. You'll never know. Every blunt should be rolled to perfection. Every blunt should be rolled with massive, massive amounts of love. Alright. So today, I've just been irritated. Aside from, maybe it's... I mean, I'm getting ready to go to a protest later. But, uh... Fuck, maybe it's all the anger that's in the air. Maybe it's this Mars and Aries approaching, all this fucking energy approaching. But uh, I've been real, I've been getting real ticked off lately, especially by the straight men in my life who have already hooked up with me prior. Like, fuck. I cannot. So, yeah, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about all the fucking straight guys that I have had things with and how they fucking treat me and the aftermath. You know, sometimes I talk to gay people. Um, like, I have this one gay friend who lives a few towns away from me, and sometimes we just hang out and we smoke. We've hooked up a few times, but... Uh, I don't know, it was more so, like, friendship-based. You know, it was really platonic, and in, like, w- going into the hookup, it was uh, vocally stated where our boundaries were, so it wasn't really awkward afterwards or anything. I kind of hate this, but I really do love casual sex. And... um yeah, I was able to have multiple experiences like that with this guy, and he was pretty chill, so we would talk. I think we even hung out with Daisha a few times, and he brought his friends around us a few times. Like, it was pretty cool. We had a really nice friendship. But in one of my conversations with him, he was like, I was telling him uh, one of my straight guy stories, and he was just like, oh my gosh, shut the fuck up. Like, that did not happen to you with him. And I was like, bitch, bitch. I'm sugarcoating. I wish I could say that that shit didn't happen, but it fucking... You know, you know, you know it did. And he just starts laughing, and he was like, oh my gosh, like, wow, wow. Like, like you have to share this with the gays. Like, the gays would live live for this. And I And then I thought about it, and I went back and forth for, like, a few weeks, obviously, and I was just like, you know what? No, because I don't want to promote um, being gay and going after straight men. I think that's been a psycho-cybernetic problem that I've had for a really long time. Um, like, in middle school, and even in the beginning of high school, when I first started to come out to, like, more people, and it was just becoming more and more obvious, uh, I think... It was really easy to make fun of the idea of going after a straight guy, you know, because, well, duh, the, it's it's not even the fact that I was going after a straight guy. It's the fact that I was going after a guy with a really hot physique and was tall and built and, um, you know, the sporty type, like all of that. And it just so happened that most people who fit the who, fit, who fucking fit the bill are straight, at least where I grew up. So... Um, I decided to start sharing these stories and to start being completely vulnerable and honest because I don't believe in that type of mentality. I don't think it's been healthy in my own life. And I don't want to resonate with that anymore. I don't enjoy losing friends over not being able to control my desire for sex or my ability to articulate boundaries or my ability to just give someone space to process you know what I mean like I just as I've said before I've been going through a lot of mental reprogramming and I also feel like it's really selfish of me in a way to find so much truth and find so much 
um, information that helps me overcome these personal obstacles. And I, I, it just, I just think it's selfish if I don't share it, if I don't be completely vulnerable and honest, because I know I'm not the only one, especially just from talking to people that I meet at work or like different friend groups. Like I know I am not, let me, let me just say, I know I'm not perfect. I will never claim to be perfect. I have done some fucked up things, but I don't want, I don't want that anymore. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to identify with that, with that energy, with that vibe. I, I ask for it to be gone. I pray for it to be gone. I pray for my mental bad thoughts to just pass. You know, I think it's so fucked up that we associate our thoughts with ourselves like no we need to eradicate that idea we are not our thoughts we should be teaching people to let these bad thoughts pass and just because we have these bad thoughts does not mean that we are a bad person or that we are going to do these bad things you know a thought let a thought just be a thought and let it pass and don't let it hold on to you that is one really big thing that I've actually learned and really tried to implement in my daily life because I used to just think that, oh my gosh, like this this feeling, this thought, this emotion is coming up so strong within me. Like I must identify with it. Like this must be me. And now in my adult life, I'm realizing no, no. Everything in your surrounding is going to provoke a certain emotion or a certain type of feeling within you. And that is not to say that that feeling is you. I don't believe that we reside to any one feeling. I don't think that uh, we are linear beings like that. And um, I also am realizing that the more vulnerable I am being with explaining my mental state behind my previous actions, the more I'm able to break certain barriers within my own mind so that I could truly overcome overcome these things because I don't like like I said I don't want to identify with this with the behavior that I used to do you know I like I'm gonna start telling you guys these stories and some of you will be like oh my god Cameron you really fucking did that or y'all really fucking said that and I'm gonna just be like you know what I'm fucking human yeah I did and I haven't had the best upbringing no that's not an excuse but now I'm 21 and I've lived enough I think to realize that I don't that that person who I used to portray myself as isn't fucking me so it's really easy for me to make that mental switch to not be that anymore so let's start with fuck there are so many straight guy stories that I have um so many and uh well fuck (laughs) let me just bug this blunt real quick and um yeah, disclaimer, I will never, ever, ever give y'all all the details. Because again, it's not completely just like my story to tell. Yes, I took part in it, but, um, you know, I still have mad respect for people. I just, I'm not here to throw anyone under the bus. You know, that's never been the goal. It's never been my goal to out straight people. Like, that's, I don't find pleasure in that. I don't think, I think it's sick if you do find pleasure in that. But at the same time, I don't mind getting my fucking revenge, you know, an eye for an eye. What's good? One of the most traumatic stories that I've ever had. Well, fuck, did I ever tell you guys that one time I got, like, threatened to, um, well, this gangster guy (laughs) that I used to hook up with threatened to kill me once because he didn't want his homies finding out. (sighs) Tell me why. Tell me why. I just, I, uh, I have a thing for, like, the gangster type. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but, uh, they be finding me. And when I see them, and when I see them, I know. Oh, my gosh, you guys. So, there's this guy. We were in high school together. That's when I first met him. He was on the football team, okay? On varsity, did all the things. And... One day, I I forget how we met exactly. I think we might have had a mutual friend. I think it might have been his girlfriend at the time, too, which is some tea. But uh, whatever, whatever. We started messaging, and it was really cool. It was fun. Like, I was able to communicate with this guy. Like, we were actually having decent talks. And, I mean, I care about people. If I'm asking you something, if I'm having a one-on-one conversation with you, I'm 
mean everything that I'm saying, you know? Like, I I do take genuine interest in my conversations. Like, I could be talking to anyone in the fucking world, and I'm talking to you. So, yes, I actually do care, you know? And it's not a facade, and I don't need a front. And, like, yeah, I'm paying attention, so let's talk. And I think it was the first time that he ever experienced something like that. So, like, something so platonic, something not really uh, demanding an exchange, and I was enjoying it because I like I like friendships, you know, I like people who do the same. And I think this guy had air sign placements. So, you know, the communication was just it was good. It was on fire. Anyway, at one point. This fucker, we were in high school and I was single. It was post football season. So like for the football games, throughout high school I was in color guard and I was in marching band so if I wasn't playing on the field for band I was dancing with color guard and so I was at every single football game every single home game anyway I was always on the sidelines always really close to certain people you know what I'm saying anyway after postseason both of us had kind of like a break so it was really cool like winter break came around you know and we had some time to hang out turns out at the time, this fucker lived not too far from me. Like, I live in a small town, but he lived on the same side of town as me. And <coughs> it was, uh, like, three in the morning one night, two in the morning. And I think, I mean, I probably was drinking. I drank a lot throughout high school. And he hits me up, and he was just like, he had a roommate at the time, and one of his and his roommate was like my close friend, one of my best friends. This is so funny. I I hate I can't, I hate this, but whatever. So it's like two three in the morning, and he calls me, hits me up. He's like, "Yo, what are you doing? Like, you still up? How you feeling?" And I was just like, "Honestly, I've been out drinking with my friends, but yeah, I'm still up. What's good?" And he just says, "Well." My roommate's out of town. He's, like, doing drop-offs or something. Um, is there any chance you can stop by? And I was like, stop by for what? And he just says, stop by. Like, I'll make I'll make sure it's worth your time. And so I said, okay, that's, that's cool. I'll be there soon. My drunk ass, I fucking walked, I think... It was probably not even that long of a walk. It was maybe like a 10 minute walk, but in the middle of the night in like November, no, this wasn't, yeah? Yeah, yeah, this was like November. And end of November, oh, this was probably like Thanksgiving break. That feels right. That feels about right. So I don't know if this was like post, post football season, but you know, right around there, right around that winter time. Cause I remember the weather was fucking wild with me and I'm really weather sensitive. Like I get really, I can't fuck with the cold. I'm sorry. I am a California bitch. Get me in the sun. I'll be in the sun all day. A hundred degree, a hundred degree weather. Um, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Me and melanin, we, we can do that. Me and my melanin, we got it. We actually fucking love it. We, we, we do so well in it. But when I get cold, bitch, that's when things go south. I can't do that. I can't be fucking freezing my ass off. It's just not enjoyable in any way for me. So I remember it's like 2, 3 in the morning and I fucking bundle the fuck up and I get my ass walking. But I'm I'm buzzed, so it's not that much of a deal, you know? And I get to his place and he brings me inside. And uh, we're just like chit-chatting. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. How vivid my mind gets when I retell a story. It's like as I'm speaking, the story is playing out. Like I could see it in my mind. It's the weirdest thing. It only happens when I'm retelling a story. But um, I walk in and I was wearing this like green flannel. And take it off. I leave it on the side of the bed and I hop on the bed. And so we're just sitting there. I think we were watching TV, probably something like Boondocks or maybe like Family Guy, some stupid shit, some stupid, you know what I'm saying? And he kind of just looks at me. He's facing the TV and he's also facing me. So like his 
bed was facing the TV, right? But I'm sitting on the side of his bed that faces his closet, and he's sitting on the side of his bed that faces his TV. So we're kind of like, uh, almost facing each other, but not really. And I have to turn my head to- he's looking straight, and I have to turn my head to the right to look at the TV, okay? So I just like sitting in that spot always, because I can look at him, and then I can look at the TV, and like, I'm good. Anyway, so I'm sitting like that, and I start looking over at him, and- Mind you, this guy, I I have never been super, I had never been, like, super overtly sexual with him. He was a straight guy friend. He was my grade. We had mutual friends, varsity football player. One of my first experiences like this, you know, so I'm just going with it. Ah. This fucker. Yeah, he was a Libra. Anyway, this fucker. And now it's the only time I'm going to say that. So please remember so that when I bring it up, I don't have to reiterate myself. Jesus, he's looking at me with that fucking face. Takes his shirt off. And you already know the muscles came out. I think he had a tattoo. Stop. Stop. Why? What is my deal with men in tattoos? <sighs> I can't. <laughs> oh, it's such a... Whatever, whatever, they hot, yo, I'm not even gonna front, tattoos be mad hot, mad hot. One thing that I will say though, no, I'm not even gonna say it, I'm gonna bite my fucking tongue and I'm gonna move the fuck on from that comment, damn Cameron, you're gonna, you're gonna ruin yourself with that. Back to the story, he takes his shirt off and he's looking at me and he's just in some basketball shorts. So he starts like flirting with me, first we start talking about just like our day. Then he's looking at me and starts asking what I've ever done with a guy. You know, if I really enjoy it, what I what I like most about it. Just really quizzing me. That's such a weird thing that I've always experienced, too. Like, anytime I've ever hooked up with a straight guy, I always get quizzed before. And I mean, I get it. Anytime you're hooking up with a sexual partner, please always ask how many partners they've had, if they've been tested recently, if they're good, if they're clean, if they know they're clean, if they actively take care of themselves, if they're watching out for their health, you know what I mean? All these things. What they fucking ate that day? Like, come on. You gotta be in the know, in the know. So when he was asking me all these things, I really didn't care. But it was it really wasn't important questions like that. It really was more like a... So, what do you like to do? How do you like to be handled? What's too much for you? Um, shit like that. And I was just like, yo, um, I'm a Taurus. I'm a Taurus. I could talk about it. I could talk about it. But the fact that it was coming out of his mouth in that setting, I mean, I mean, I kind of knew it was good when I was walking over there. Don't get me wrong. I'm not stupid. But, bitch, I was like, oh. Uh, gosh and just i think what got me off the most was knowing who he was or what kind of person he was and that's so fucked up to say but now that i look back at it and i think that these are my first sex experiences like damn i really have to realize that these experiences were not um ones that i should be proud of nonetheless uh use these experiences as my definition of love you know what i mean so takes his shirt off asking me all these questions and i'm just like why dude like what's good like really what's good though and he kind of just like starts patting his thigh and homeboy's heart as rock and he's just like i'm down if you're down but like i really can't have anyone knowing like you have you you don't know my kind of reputation in this town like it would uh like i i could probably die and at the time you know i was just like oh my gosh you're so fucking dramatic like whatever you're just so fucking dramatic i'm annoyed with you but cool like we'll do the things you know i mean i wanted it like uh, that was so hot to me just like the whole setup like uh i don't know and y'all already know i was like low-key buzz i was just like living and i was really happy with everything the way that <laughs> Maybe it was because I was so buzzed and I was giggling at everything. <sighs> Fuck, but he was hot. Like, yo, when I tell you this man's worked out, he, like, gave me the fucking six-pack, gave me the big shoulders, gave me... Mm, gave me the nice legs. Gave me the thunder 
thighs. I can't even, y'all know I'm smoking, so I'm about to have a lisp soon, but fuck, yo, it was hot. He was hot when I, like, yes, that is definitely my type. Like, the whole physique, that is definitely my type, but the mentality behind it, that's not what we want to do. But we we went ahead and we started doing the things. It started, um, of course, like, foreplay, handplay, oral, and then get this. Then he throws me on my back. And obviously, like, all, both of our clothes are all off. Throws my legs in the air. And then we see this big old light come from behind his window. So, like, right behind. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm not going to describe it anymore. We see this big old light come from behind the window. And he's like, fuck, my roommate's home. Like, fuck, my roommate is home. Like, you have to go. And, like, no one could have, like... If anyone knew that I was there, if anyone knew that I was there, this guy would have, like, <laughs> Jesus. I, I truly don't know what would have happened to him, to the other guy, to his roommate, to, like, I don't know. To me, I don't know what would have happened. But I I was so upset because he was, like, we were about to do the thing. Like, he was about to go in, you know what I'm saying? And I was just, like, laying there, ready to go just like totally like fuck yeah this is like fantasy come true like what the fuck is this like wow 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 and you're like handling me and like throwing me and just like wow your grip is like really strong wow hmm but he hopped out that bed so quick y'all so motherfucking quick i have never seen a man run and put his clothes on so fast so y'all already know he's like rushing me he's like telling me to grab anything i have like uh i just put my one t-shirt on put my sweats on real quick like didn't even grab my flannel that was on the fucking floor and i i booked it i booked it to the side i, I hid behind his garage like the side of his garage until um he and his roommate went inside and then like 10 minutes later he texted me saying it was okay to dip and I fucking booked it home. That was like the first time that I had ever hooked up with that guy or like had any kind of moment with that guy. And I think it was maybe like 15. Um, and I just, no, probably like 16. What is that, sophomore year? I think it was like 16. And, um, that's just so, I, I hate, I, when I retell that story and I look back at it, a few years ago, I'd probably retell it with so much, like, confidence and happiness, like, oh my gosh, like, yes, like, look at who I was able to hook up with, like, yes, we did the fucking, like, and it was just so hot and just, like, blah, 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 and I probably would have got a really good kick out of it, but, uh, now I retell that story as one of my first experiences with sex and love, and it's, like, horrific. What the fuck is that? No, really, like, what the fuck is that? Can we talk about it? I, I feel for my gay friends because I don't understand why we allow ourselves to be treated with so much disrespect just to get that straight dick. Just for that straight dick moment. And, uh, it's it's really not right you know what i'm saying look at how look at how little of respect i had for myself back then no i'm sorry if they're not fucking coming and picking you up in a fucking white two-door hot bmw maybe even a mercedes maybe even a fucking nah if he's not fucking picking you up in a fucking any nice ass car taking you to his nice ass home or any fucking home, just any home that is clean and kept up. As lo- If he's not doing that much, if he's not taking you there to a respectful place to do the damn things, we should not be doing the, the damn things anymore. Like, no, we are done with that. I am so sick and tired of this gay... Like, every time you go kiki, every time I go kikiing with someone, yo... Of course, the straight stories are always going to come out, but I always hate how it it's so secretive. And I always hate how there's kind of this underlying, like, uh, whoever has the most secretive story is in, you know, is, like, doing, is gets all the applause for it. 
And I just, that is so wrong. No, that there is so much toxicity behind that. And I think even behind some gay humor, like some mainstream culture gay humor, like that's really toxic. And we got to stop that. I, I mean, as hot as that straight hookup was, like, yes, like, it, morally, it should not have happened. Because I think I, I did so much mental damage to myself from allowing an experience like that to happen, from for allowing my self-respect to go that low, that it just, in the end, it's really not fucking worth it. You know, after that hookup, we were still friends, of course. Um, his fucking roommate was one of my best friends, so I saw him pretty often. It was not like he was going to hide. And we were in the same grade, and it's a small town, so it's just like... I definitely kept up with this guy and he would hit me up on and off and it and we do have this really fucking toxic um relationship and friendship whatever the fuck and just recently like maybe a year or two ago I want to say like a year and a half ago maybe no maybe even two years ago now fuck it's been a minute um this was way after high school we started our own lives, of course. I mean, I was dancing heavily in San Jose. I was on a few different teams. I was doing a few different shows. My schedule was just really busy. And on top of it, I was working two different jobs. So, like, the money was good. I was physically happy. Like, I was in shape. Um, and he was doing his own thing. He was working in construction. He was doing his thing, had his own apartment, whatever. I'm going to respark this blunt because that's the tea. And at the time, he had a girlfriend who I think was even living with him at his place, in his own place. So I kind of stayed away. You know, I didn't really want to fuck with it. But then he starts hitting me up out of nowhere. And we started talking. It started off with just, like, us talking, chit-chatting back and forth. And then he would unadd me, and then I would add him back when I wanted to talk to him. And then we would just chit-chat a little bit, and then I'd unadd him when I'd get bored. And then it would just go back and forth like that for a while. And then one night, he texted me in the middle of the night, telling me, like, just slide, like, we'll smoke, come over. We'll dab, whatever, I have a rig. And I was like, okay, cool, I have wraps, I got a treat, I'll slide. I go over, maybe like 2 a.m., he's drinking, and I pull up with my tree, whatever, start rolling. He's already shirtless, whatever, it's his place. I'm not thinking too much of it. We get to smoking. I think he heats himself up. We start, you know, he he's taking his dab, I'm sparking the blunt, and then he just starts like taking his clothes off and then he just starts walking around like naked basically and he's just like i just feel better like this like this is my type of vibe and i was just like okay cool like i'm not judging whatever go for it and then uh, starts asking if you want to do anything and i was just like well i mean yeah i mean i'm 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 always kind of down you know like you're looking pretty good. Looks like you've been keeping up, staying in shape. Was good. So we start doing the things. Do all the things. Clean up. Smoke a little bit more. And then towards the end, maybe like four in the morning, he's like, fuck. Like, all right. Kind of like hurry me up. And I was like, yeah, what's good? And he's just like, sorry, my homegirl's coming back. Like, she... <laughs> She normally comes around, like, 4.30 in the morning. And I was just like, oh, like that. Like, damn. You're nasty. Like, wow. Okay, whatever. But honestly, you guys, in that moment, I, I really don't think I gave a fuck. I mean, the fact that I had already did it, and then found out that he was in a relationship like no I, I could give a fuck like whatever you're the one who's cheating I'm single I'm chilling I'm bullying I could give a fuck you know you deal with it but I still feel like I 
fucked up by doing it by even participating because after that i even still kept in contact with this guy and it got to the point where like i had a few um we hooked up a few more times after that and then when i started getting annoyed because i'm just like i can't keep hooking up with someone and making it so consistent without developing any type of feelings or any you know like what the fuck like no like Every time I was with this guy, like, it'd be a good vibe, you know, we could talk, you can vent, we talk about our dreams, our goals, what we want to do, then we get in the bedroom, and it's like, boom, hello, what is fucking good? And all of it, all of it, it just, it was so good. I think one day we even went to the beach, or, like, took a trip together. Ouch. And, again, total gangster guy. Like unfortunate it's really unfortunate how gang affiliated he was and um <laughs> also so funny to think about why why is that yo that's my type mm, that's my type mm, sweetie baby i love me some sweetie fuck drink something fam what we drinking this morning i got my tea i think i might have fucking ashed it in my tea a little bit i'm gonna cry you know what? I think I'm still going to drink it anyway. But. One point. This man's borrowed money from me. Okay. I think at one point. He ended up borrowing. Like accumulated 300 bucks. Worth of debt. 350 something like that. And I was like damn. No fucking dick is worth losing my money over. Like I know I'm good right now. I'm getting the fucking money. I'm always. You know. Mashallah have been wealthy i've always been able to keep up with my bills i have been able to pick myself back up you know i i financially support myself and i take a lot of pride in that and i'm really thankful for everything that comes my way you know nothing that's why nothing is taken for granted ever i have worked for everything i've worked so hard so hard to rebuild and just rebuild and fix myself like no and i know everything is deserved that's why i'm like and any good moment that i've had since discovering certain parts of my spirituality i swear man i totally 110 percent believe like i fucking deserve this and so i bask in the fucking glory every single fucking day because yes i deserve this life you know but um <sighs> this guy just i i was i was sick of it i was sick of giving money you know, and only getting a little bit back and then getting some dick and then like, it just wasn't my ideal relationship. Like, no, what the fuck? That's not a relationship. That's not something that I should have ever settled for. Like why I did it, I really don't know. Like really fucking stupid of me, yes. But <sighs> then I had to cut him off. I had to cut him off because I was you know, just so upset with myself, so frustrated with myself, so annoyed with myself that I allowed it to get to that point. And then I got really petty because I just felt like, what the fuck? You robbed so much of my time. You took so much from me. You didn't even pay me back. Um, So I was like, no, fuck you. What the fuck you mean you're not going to pay me back? I think the fuck... Nah, I'm gonna get my fucking money, you fucking bitch. Like, you're obviously fucking working. Your money's going somewhere. It's going to fucking coke, apparently. Like, you're not looking too good now. Like, what the fuck is good? So then, I texted him one night, and I told him, Look, you either meet me and give me all my money, or I'm gonna fucking tell all your homies what the fuck is good. I have pictures of you. I have screenshots of you. I have voice recordings. What the fuck is good? You are not the smartest, my dude try me please and he comes back at me and he's like if you ever threaten my life again i will personally shoot you in the fucking face with one of my guns he owns multiple guns he has again gang affiliated why did i do this to myself again you know i don't know no straight dick is worth it i don't i don't care about the fantasy i don't know why it's so annoying, you know. I have my sun conjunct Saturn in the twelfth house, and my moon is in the fifth house with Venus in my first house. And I just feel like, for majority of my life, I like when I romanticize something, 
it's so completely just like unrealistically a dream like I really it really does go to the dream state instantly and as soon as I think Daisha called me out for it I had this realization a few months ago I I wouldn't just stick to like reality I wouldn't just stick to the facts you know I would always I'm definitely someone who tends to lean towards giving people the benefit of the doubt I have been known to give multiple chances you know to people and always just just find a reason to forgive and bullshit like that okay just really in like an idealistic dreamy state like I always like like look at look at my last few episodes what I've told you guys like I even with the fucking cap you know, some part of me just always is in this dream state of like, no, but it's going to happen. Like, no, but it'll work out. Oh, no. But I, I even see it with people in short term relationships. Like you have one person where they're trying to break it off and the other person's like, no, but I'm still in love with you. Like, no, it still can work out. Like, no, look at how good it can be. But hello, if someone's trying to leave, you got to fucking let them leave. If paths are detaching, paths are detaching and it's not up to us to keep bitching about wanting it still you know what i'm saying like that's so toxic i think staying in this dreamland is so toxic and although it's really nice to fantasize you know and think of really ideal situations that we would hopefully see ourselves in when you're presented with real life you have to take real life for what it really fucking is and when I was dealing with the money issue with this fucking guy, the fucking Libra, um, I was just having this realization too. And it was just like, damn, like, fuck. It, it was a lesson that obviously I didn't learn the first time. So it had to be reiterated through another physical being to really hit the second time. And it did hit. It hurt. But I messaged him and I threatened him anyway. And I told him I really didn't care. I'd start with telling his closest friends first, which I did, which his closest friends do know. His roommate found out. I told his roommate right away. Roommate was shook. It was actually kind of funny. Mm, yeah, and I'm going to stop there with that. And I told a few other people, you know, I told the people who needed to know. <laughs> and a week later, I pulled up to his house and he gave me my fucking money. So that's how you get your fucking cash back. I don't give a fuck. No fucking gun was ever shot around me, to me. Um, do I think that he might still do it? Yeah, probably. He's kind of crazy. Not in the best shape. An alcoholic. Probably still does coke, too. Like, again. Not my brightest moments. Uh, but just even indulging in that type of support... Um, even indulging in that type of relationship, even indulging in that type of fun and that type of sexual activity with that type of person, with that type of energy and vibe, I truly feel like that just dropped me down so many levels vibrationally. And when you indulge in those kinds of things, it really does throw you off your path of excellence. You know, it prevents really good, humble beautiful moments and people from entering your life and i i think that when we indulge in those really easy sexual activities or those really you know enticing pleasure moments toxic moments aside from doing so much like mental damage because you have to remember, you're, you tell yourself how to love yourself. One of my favorite quotes that I will always go back to is uh, from Stephen Chbosky, uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. And in the scene, Charlie looks at his teacher. And Charlie says, uh, Can I ask you something? And the teacher goes, sure, Charlie. Charlie replies, how can we 
fuck? Okay, I, I don't remember it exactly. My high ass. Y'all are gonna fucking hate me for that one. And I know a few of y'all are laughing at how hard I was, at how hard I was trying, but I was really fucking trying. Anyway, the fucking quote, the quote is, we accept the love we think we deserve. If y'all haven't fucking watched the scene, you need to go watch the scene because my high ass cannot remember it to detail right now. And I will not sit here and keep trying. That's something I'm not gonna do. Um, but we accept the love we think we deserve, damn it. And then he says, can we let them know that we can deserve more? And the teacher replies, we can try. So anytime you indulge in those bad negative activities, anytime you indulge in those sexual activities that you know are not based from love and you know are just purely fun and pleasure, like you're just reiterating to the universe that that's the type of love that you think you deserve. And that's the type of love that you accept. Because sex is something that I truly think should vibrationally stay with someone that you love. Someone that you really feel a type of way with. I think that's how you'll gain the most in life. I think that's how you will find the most pleasure. Feel the most happy. Um, because at least that's the biggest advice that I can give. Um, because that's what I've noticed most in my life. I think the reason I hold on to the cap so hard is because he has actually been my only experience with sex and love to where I feel our souls like shifted, merged into one during intercourse. And when we slept together, it was unreal literal the physical feelings unreal and i i truly have yet to really experience that with anyone else i don't think anyone else has ever let me in as much as he ever let me in and he, he really let me in i think that's why he's so hard on himself especially him being a cap like ouch i feel whatever we continue to pray for him but We have to remain doing things out of love, you know, and, and solely stay in that love vibe if we truly want to be able to live the best life that we want. If, if you want wholesome, meaningful relationships, friendships, and you want to feel good and feel fulfilled and and feel like, you know, you're, you're living a healthy life, I think think we really need to stop we need to stop allowing this toxic behavior to happen you know we need to stop promoting it being gay and growing up in the gay community especially around SF and Santa Cruz and just certain bars and certain clubs and certain scenes and you, you find yourself doing certain activities and just being around certain people where you're overhearing certain conversations and you're like, oh my gosh, that's really how you guys like talk and that's really how you guys like think. And I, I know I found myself personally uncomfortable sometimes, but I also know that I've personally made a lot of people feel uncomfortable. And I just, no, I don't, I don't want that anymore. I don't want to be that person that and I don't think any anyone wants to be that person but I think sometimes we find ourselves doing certain things or saying certain things without really understanding the type of effect that it's having within us and within our society we have to remember we have to remember that spells are words and everything we say comes back to us that that's why it's so important to say positive things and affirmations all the time to yourself that's truly a big form of manifestation that's how you make your life better so when you're out here just talking shit or just speaking really poorly upon other people you're also really speaking poorly upon yourself and you're bringing that type of vibe to yourself and when you're speaking really nasty and just really provocative all the time i mean you you really do only stay in that vibe the universe only knows the universe doesn't know yes or no. The universe only knows, like, yes. So, like, let's say 
let's just say, uh, fuck, I'm not even going to try to give uh, an example of that. You know who's really good at explaining that, though, and who I really appreciate a lot on Instagram is Sage. If you guys go on my Instagram and, um, fuck, I think his at is serious. Sage the serious, maybe. Um, man, that man is intelligent. That man be putting me on some esoteric knowledge that I truly am forever thankful for. Um, <laughs> fuck, I can't believe I went on a fucking 45 minute rant about that Libra. Yo, <sighs> so many. I think that's one of the worst ones is really getting um, threatened, like having someone threaten to kill me. Like just, just the whole, I think all of that is really bad. I have a few other straight guy stories that I think were really pivotal in my idea of how to love myself and teaching me how to love myself, but I'll definitely save that for next week. Um, they get better. I think that one was definitely the worst or one of the probably, yeah, no, the worst one, especially one of the worst outcomes. I mean, even now I don't talk to him. He's just gotten fat and ugly. And it's like, I'm glad I cut him off when I did. But, geez, don't, don't feed into that type of negativity. We don't need it in our lives. We will never need sex more than we need our own happiness and our sanity. Okay, my friends, I love and i appreciate you guys i fuck i can't talk this blunt really do be hitting back i love and appreciate you guys so much um thank you for seeing me a lot of people that i've been meeting online and really connecting in real life i just you guys see me and to me it's fucking it blows my mind i mean my entire life i've been surrounded by friends and family and it's taken like blood sweat and tears to try to get them to support me to do certain things and here I am just doing the damn thing and I meet you guys and you guys are 110% full full send and I can't thank you enough for it I don't think that I'd be able to overcome my mental challenges if it wasn't for this type of love and this type of reiteration of love in my exterior like I really do feel so much transformation but I I truly can't just thank myself meeting you guys each and every one of you it it just boosts me up it just levels me up again and again so I will leave you guys with this throughout our lives we may do things that we can't be proud of I encourage you to find the strength within yourself to forgive yourself to be honest about what happened to apologize to whomever or to reconciliate with whomever whatever it may be to just or or even not to reconciliate maybe to even to just to finally let them go Whatever it is, I encourage you to acknowledge all of it. Feel all the feels. And then for your sanity, move on and let it all go and move forward. You have to remember, we are not the past. We are not our mistakes, and there is no reason for us to have to identify to our mistakes and to have to keep bringing ourselves down for things that we once did and for people who we once were. You know, there's such a great shift in energy right now. We are all being enlightened. We are all realizing that there are things that need to change, and we're seeing this globally. We're seeing this in our exterior, especially when it comes to racism, especially when it comes to the Black Lives Matter movement. It's fucking time. No, no more fucking silence. I urge you to find that strength within yourself, to forgive yourself and then forgive others, and to just fucking move on. 
please move on move forward with your life whatever it is if you're if you're struggling with an ex if you're waiting for something to happen and please just let it all fucking go and move the fuck on chapters are opening energy is changing there's so many shifts happening we need to be open and we need to be receptive and in order to be open and to be receptive we have to let we have to let the past go my friends no more will we stay in that energy no longer will we be sad for ourselves no longer will we feel bad for not once living up to our truest potential now when we wake up every single day we have to understand that we are going to be the best versions of ourselves we are going to do the damn thing we are going to make our goals happen we are going to fix our bad habits we are going to find the loves of our life we are going to be healthy and physically well we are going to take better care of ourselves we are going to teach ourselves new things because we want to be intelligent you know we are going to help the planet every day we can be better and we will be better and i know we will be better people are out there protesting with with signs saying i can't breathe and no that's the last thing you need to be doing because you have to remember spells are words you have to be saying, we can breathe, we will breathe, we will overcome, we will fight, because we will fight, and we will overcome, and we will breathe, and we will be victorious. I love you all so much. I truly hope you feel my vibe. I truly hope you guys get where I'm coming from. I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to spread any negativity. You know, it's all love, always. All positivity, always. I'm sending you guys all my love, all my protection. If you're out there at the front of the lines, you know my heart is with you. Smoke a blunt for me, y'all. I'm praying for you just as I know you guys are praying for me. One step at a time, we're making this world a better place. We are healing. Remember, we have to heal ourselves if we want to heal the world. I love you guys. Have a good day. Bye.